You're listening to the Sermon Podcast from House for All Sinners and Saints. We are an Evangelical Lutheran Church in America congregation in Denver, Colorado, and you can find out more about us at www.houseforall.org. In praying for her, it was as though God created just enough of a crack 
in my convictions that I could see something else besides red when I saw her. In the place of an enemy, I saw the possibility of something more. And thinking about that experience made me wonder if maybe that's what Jesus is talking about in today's gospel. When Jesus encourages his followers to turn the other cheek, to give away their shirt, to walk an extra mile, to pray for their enemies, it's as if he is interrupting the normal chain reaction of action and reaction between us and those we see as our enemies. Jesus, he pushes back on this need that I so often feel for my enemies to always remain my enemies. Like in the case with my boss, I, I needed her to be my enemy. Because I felt that helped me know who I was and who I wasn't, or who I thought I was and who I thought that I wasn't. I was the good guy, the victimized worker, and she was the bad one, the abusive manager, an embodiment of the evils of corporate America. But when I was asked to pray for her, that need to lock her into the role I had assigned her, that need was interrupted just enough for my black and white vision to get a little bit blurry. And it's not that all of a sudden I was okay with the way my boss had treated me, nor did I transform into a doormat just for the sake of getting along. That's not what Jesus is asking of us in today's gospel. He's not asking immigrants to be okay with being treated like criminals, or for women to be okay with unequal pay for equal work, or for trans folks to be okay with being characterized as sex offenders. No, Jesus never cowered before injustice. But Jesus does ask us to pay attention to the need that we have for enemies and how toxic that need is to our soul and to our society. This week at Office Hours, we had a, a fascinating conversation about where we get our news. I picked this topic because lately I've been hungry to hear perspectives from outside the progressive bubble because I've been feeling the weight of carrying around so many enemies in my heart. But when, I, when I'm exposed to only to people who think just like me, my certainty of who my enemies are grows, but I don't grow. Because the more certain I am of who my enemies are, the less room there is in my heart to be surprised by a God who is making all things new. This week, Pastor Nadia and I were talking about this human need for our enemies to remain our enemies, and she reminded me of an episode of The Simpsons, <laughs> where Homer meets John Waters. John Waters, the, the, the flamboyantly gay cult film director who made movies like Pink Flamingos. 
And, and as an aside, just in case you're ever at my house and you wonder, yes, this is indeed why Brian and I have pink flamingos on our balcony. <laughs> John Waters. So anyhow, in a, in a brilliantly poignant scene from The Simpsons, John Waters infuriates Homer when he proudly says that he is queer. Homer explodes. Hey, you need to give us back that word. <laughs> queer, queer is the word we use to make fun of you. <laughs> it's our word. We need it. Go home and watch the, the whole episode. It's, it's fabulous. But, but it also struck me how reclaiming words that have been used to oppress is another example of what Jesus is talking about when he says to turn the other cheek or carry the Roman soldier's pack for another mile. Because when we use a word that has been used by an enemy, the line between us and that enemy, it breaks down. If only just a little bit. It's a statement of hope that maybe, just maybe, our enemies won't always be our enemies. By reclaiming a slur, we refuse to be victims and we vocalize our hope that maybe our enemies will one day see us as persons and no longer just the butt of a joke. But making space in ourselves for our enemies to be something other than enemies can feel icky. It can feel like we're betraying who we are and those we love. I mean, that's how I feel when I, when I read from a right-wing news source. It feels like I'm denying the truth of my pain or other people's pain when I expose myself to the views of those I disagree with. It feels icky. But today's gospel dispels me of those fears. Today's gospel tells me that the only real hope we have isn't that we will defeat our enemies so that we are the champions and they are the losers. The only real hope we have is that one day our enemies will no longer be our enemies. Because if our enemies will always and only be our enemies to us, then we might as well throw in the towel. We might as well stop hoping and stop praying and stop gathering around Jesus' table waiting for something new because if that's the case, nothing will ever change. Nothing will ever change if we place our hope in victory and not in reconciliation. <clears throat> but Jesus knows that this isn't true. Jesus knows that we do not hope in vain, because enemies do become friends. Haters do become lovers. Empires do become allies. Dictators, dictatorships do become democracies. Those we hate can learn to love us. Excuse me. Those we hate, we can learn to love. And those who hate us can learn to love us. Jesus knows this because he saw it. 
Jesus saw the angry mob ready to stone the woman caught in adultery. He saw them drop their stones. Jesus saw Zacchaeus, the tax collector, abandon his corruption. Jesus saw Nicodemus be born again. Nicodemus, a member of the Jewish Supreme Court, who then helped embalm the body of Christ. Jesus saw the cross become the open grave. Jesus saw enemies become friends. And I've seen it too. The parents who turned their backs on me for being gay now celebrate my relationship with Brian. Kids who bullied me in high school have found me on Facebook just to, at, at, just to ask for forgiveness and to ask if we could start a new friendship. And God has melted my heart for bosses and leaders and churches and parties I once hated. I've seen it. I've seen God turn enemies into friends, and I know it will continue to happen again and again and again. And so my prayer today is for us and for our enemies. That God will make space in all our hearts today for what is sure to come tomorrow. For behold, God is making all things new. Amen.